There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. Right, welcome back to the Dr. Light Show. My name is Josh. Jim Price is here. Jim, yes, hope sir. you're doing hey, well today. To We're going to talk to you here in just a little bit. But first, we got yep. Dr. Kirk Elliott, dual PhD economist. Kirk, how are we doing today? I'm doing great, Josh. How are you? You know, I'm do I'm doing better than the economy, Kirk. I'm doing better than the economy. You, you are. I mean, you could basically be almost six feet under and doing doing better than the economy right now, but. But, you know, we here's what's wild that's going on with the economy. So I was looking at some charts this morning, just about half an hour ago. And, you know, what's the first thing to go when the economy starts hitting bad? It's people with, with bad credit, people who are living at the margin just start to default on their payments, right? So, mm-hmm. And then it starts to spread, you know, kind of ball rolls uphill to – to the, the middle class and then to to the upper class and you know but but it always starts with the subprime and so right now delinquencies on subprime car loans it just eclipsed the worst that it was in 2009 so this is kind of a contradiction to some of the news that we're hearing that biden's economy is great that he's doing a good job that Wages are going up, inflation is coming down, right? I mean, all those are absolutely just bald-faced lies. But, but so, so you've got these, these subprime lending sphere is coming, you know, just actually just being crucified. And mm-hmm. new home applications is the lowest it's been in 28 years. So people aren't buying homes, right? Why aren't people buying homes? Well, because they can't afford them, for one. Interest rates are going up, um, and inflationary prices are going up. I mean, this is all economics 101, right? This is not higher math to try to figure these things out. It's like when people don't have money, they're, they're going to stop spending or curtail their spending or slow it down, right? So, so this is what we're seeing, which is now the, the issue of, of the kind of oh, crap moment that we're seeing from the Fed. Now, I just was reading an, an article in, in Forbes um, yesterday that, that the Fed now said, you know what, lowering interest rates is off the table for the foreseeable future. In fact, we need to reassess. We need to reassess everything um, because we're going to have to probably accelerate the rate of increases in interest rates because inflation is being very sticky. It's persisting and it's not not actually having the impact that we thought that that the interest rates that we're, we keep raising is not, it's not slowing down inflation. Well, duh, of course it's not, Josh, because what causes inflation? It's printing money. Well, they keep printing money like there's no tomorrow to fund every stimulus, yet not letting that money that they print get into the hands of the public to spend. So they're, they're creating inflation but not stimulating the economy because they're not putting it into the system for people to spend. I mean, this is the issue that we are seeing right now 
And and policymakers have got to be scratching their heads thinking, what, what comes next? Uh, we, we have no idea what to do at this point because it really has gotten really bad. It has. And, you know, another telltale sign is something I was talking about earlier is the constriction in the money supply. And we're seeing banks right now increase the savings rate. So CDs, certificates of deposits rate is moving up to about, you know, four to the six percent in various different banks, urging people who keep their money with the banks to put that money back in Uh, over the last six months they've seen a hundred and fifty eight billion dollar decline in the amount of money that Americans are keeping in the banks and if you add that into the disposable income that was reported last year with one trillion dollars loss of disposable income this is a dire situation people are no longer keeping their money in banks people are no longer doing business with these commercial institutions and are looking for alternative solutions. And I said, well, you know what? People are looking for alternative solutions. Go look at the gold and silver sales. Yeah. So so it's not just people that are doing that. It's countries. (laughs) It's central banks. Right? So you and I have talked in the past about how a lot of these countries along that, that kind of old Silk Road, that Asian, Central Asian corridor, coming from China like Uzbekistan, Kazakhstan, now even spreading over to United Arab Emirates. We're buying gold by the thousands of tons. We're not talking about by the ounce. We're not even talking about by the ton, but by the thousands of tons. That's a lot of gold, right? So, so then it came out just yesterday. saw a new research article that, that China has been lying of course, they have been, <laughs> but they've been lying about how much gold holdings they have. So now mm. it's up to over 4,600 4, tons of gold that the Chinese central bank has. So, so it's more than double the estimate that was from before. So if, if central banks are starting to hoard gold, they're starting to add it as a potential reserve, you know, backing to their reserve currency, because this is what the BRICS nations want. The BRICS nations want to be the world's new reserve currency, right? And so, so, and they bragged about it. They, they bragged about, hey, we're, we're going to, our BRICS currency, which is like the euro, except for all these other peripheral nations, mm-hmm. um, we're going to back our currency, our central bank digital currency with gold. Therefore, everybody needs to come into our system because it's better than other currencies because we're backing it with gold. But here's the thing, and this is a very scary thought, which is once you go in, you're not coming out, right? I mean, it's like don't it's like on a horror movie. It's like don't go in that door because you're not going to come out if you go in, right? This is this is the case with with the BRICS nation central bank digital currency. How do I know that? Because Mark Mobius billionaire investor um, has, has a ton of money in, in Shanghai. He can't get mm-hmm. it out. He can't get it out. Mm-hmm. In preparation for central bank digital currency, they're telling him, it's like, well, we're not saying no exactly that you can't get it out, but you have to provide 20 years of the source of your income for us to verify that you can pull it out. See, once you go into the central bank digital currency, they're basically they're saying this is where the rules, regulation, oversight, the transparency of everything 
is coming into play. And it's clean money at that point, right? This is where the oversight comes in and people can feel safe. Well, he can't get it out without showing 20 years of income. Well, where it came from. Well, in America, for example, after about seven years, you can throw your tax returns away because you can't be audited after seven years, right? So, so let's say this is his case. Well, what does he do with the other 13 years of, of income that he might not have? Well, too bad, so sad. He doesn't get it out. See, when you go into something digital where they control, whether you can pull it in or out, boy, that's a scary, scary thing when, when they believe the money is theirs and not yours. Oh, my. That's a crazy situation. You know, I was reading an article. I was reading an article earlier today, Kirk, that the Perth Mint had sold diluted gold to China. And they tried to cover it up and got caught. Diluted gold? So, what was saying? They're putting, like, some copper tin in there and it's not 100% pure? Yeah, they 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 doped the bullion. They doped the bullion, usually like tungsten or another soft metal they put in the center that is equivalent to the weight. Oh, my goodness. So so this is why people should never buy gold or silver on eBay from little local moms, you know, mom and pop stores. <laughs> they don't have the, the technology to test these things, which is why the, the depository systems in North America or Western Europe, they've never had an issue with counterfeit, right? But any other part of the country, even stuff that you would get online or, or where people, companies are taking inventory from people off the streets. You have all seen those signs. We buy your gold and silver, right, on, on every street corner in a big city. Well, I wouldn't do business with them because they can't test for the authenticity. You just can't, which is why we deal directly with the depository system in, in, in our company because I don't have the wherewithal to be able to test that stuff with the depository sure does, which is why they've never had an issue with counterfeit in, in North America or Western Europe. Yep. And, you know, Kirk, when we come back from this break, I want to talk about the grilling uh, Fed Chairman Jerome Powell received yesterday about the raising of the rates. We'll be right back with more Dark Delight Show right after this. And I'm busted. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv patriot. 
Tired of supporting Big Pharma? At HoneyColony.com, we understand the importance of choosing products that reflect your beliefs. That's why we offer a wide range of natural and organic products that are good for you and good for the environment. From pure honey supplements, skincare, colloidal silver healers to immune defense, our products are all carefully selected to ensure the highest quality and purity. And when you shop with us, you can trust that we're a company that cares. We don't just stop at offering pure, naturally sourced products. We also prioritize sustainability. Our products are sourced from responsible, environmentally conscious sources and provide chemical-free options for you and your family. Visit us at redpills.tv forward slash honey and shop today. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, back with the Dark Delight Show. So, Kirk, yesterday, Fed Reserve, uh, Federal Reserve Chairman Powell was grilled by uh, Pocahontas, Elizabeth Warren, and, and others about raising interest rates throughout the next year is going to lead to layoffs. Two million jobs could potentially be lost. And I I just had this hard time trying to wrap my head around the idea that you have senators that are grilling the Federal Reserve Chairman for raising interest rates because the House, the two Houses, of our government spent money into oblivion and produced inflation in the first place. And now on the verge of the consequences of that spending, they're yelling at the man who's actually trying to stop the inflation. So isn't that just ironic, right? So, but here's, here's the policy dilemma. So this is one way that they can actually lower inflation is by jacking up interest rates. Um, the other way to, to lower inflation is to stop stimulus money, right? Because that's ultimately the true cause of inflation is, is excessive printing of money. Well, they're not going to do that. So therefore, they've, they've got to raise rates. So mm-hmm. what, what Jerome Powell is saying by having to raise rates is that that higher interest rates in the people's debt service is a lower issue than actually people not being able to afford to live, right? They, they've got to stop inflation. Well, what Pocahontas is saying is, look, everybody that, that we're talking to has debt up to their eyeballs. You can't keep raising rates. He's saying, well, yeah, that, that's a problem, but so is rising prices. I mean, they really have a no-win situation here because no matter how you try to get out of it, you could you could stop raising rates and then inflation persists, and you or you could keep raising rates, try to kill inflation, but nobody's willing to look at the root cause of all this stuff. 
mm-hmm. which is yeah, we, we have to actually print less money. We have to stop spending more than what we make. Okay, okay, Pocahontas, you know, talk about that one. What about all the expenditures? What about all the entitlements? What about all the raising of the debt ceiling? What about everything that you keep spending? Because as a business owner, which I am, which you are, right, when, when we have financial pickle, we look at our, our balance sheet, right? We look at our budget, and we say, okay, well, we're, we're spending $10,000 a month, but we only make six thousand dollars a month right so so what would you do what would a rational person do say well my income's not going to change too much so therefore i've got to cut my spending oh here's the problem with politicians josh they have a printing press right so they never look at the part where they should they always look it's like well we've got to increase our income we've got to increase the money supply we've got to increase that because we're not going to slow down our spending we don't have to slow down our spending because we have a printing press, right? So, so they always look at the wrong side of the balance sheet. They never look at the expenses. They always look at the income. This is why politicians, when they run out of money, say, oh, we need to raise taxes. We need to try to generate more revenue. It's like, no, stop, pause, think about this. Um, we make enough money in this country, $4.8 trillion is what our federal tax revenue is. We just spend $6.8 trillion. So, okay, cut your spending. We don't have an income issue. We have a spending issue. <laughs> and this is the problem that, that we have in this country. Yeah, I absolutely 100% agree. And it, it doesn't help that we're giving billions upon billions of dollars to foreign countries and then also Ukraine, where just last week Joe Biden came out and said that uh, we're going to give them a little money in their pocket and, and, and pay the pensions of the Ukrainians. What, what are your thoughts of this? Well, I, my first thought when I saw that is, what what country are you the president of? <laughs> right? yeah. It's like, why are you concerned about Ukrainians' pensions when we have a whole country of people that are concerned about their own retirements here in America that can't make ends meet? And, and we are footing the bill with our tax dollars or having to face the inflationary pressures of them printing money like there's no tomorrow. To fund the Ukrainians' pension, it's like I feel bad for them, right? But it's but they they have a choice to vote in who they want to and who they don't want to, right? They have this is this is part, their fault, right? It, it's not has nothing to do with us. This mm-hmm. is their pensions, and and I hope people don't hear them say, "Oh, Kirk's cold-hearted." It's like no, I care about them, but it's not up to our government to fund their pensions. If if people want to help, this is up to individuals to give. It's up to churches to give, right? It's never up to the government to use our taxpayer dollars or money that they print out of thin air that causes a dramatic decrease in our standard of living because it causes inflation for them to fund everybody else's retirements on the planet except our own. It's like we, we've got issues here. We had huge, massive chemical train wreck in Ohio, right? And where's Biden? Well, he's over in Ukraine telling him about how he's going to give them money for their pensions. It's like, what about our people? What country are you actually the president of? <laughs> I, I, I agree. And, you know, he's not very much of a president. And that's the unfortunate thing. Right now, we're heading towards economic disaster. We see it. We can smell it. We can feel it. Uh, Reserve uh, Chairman Powell yesterday's comments really reiterate this now 
moving into 2024, we're, we're three months into 2023, heading into 2024, how much worse do you think this is going to get economically? Well, nobody has a crystal ball, right? Nobody knows exactly for sure. But what I can tell you is the current trend that we're on, current trend that we're on should, should show silver hitting 75 to $100 an ounce. Why? Because the inflationary pressures are not going to stop. Everything that we're seeing shows massive debt implosion. We just saw that, that subprime lending, you know, is, is just exploding in delinquencies. We've seen that the number of new houses being sold are at a 28-year low. We keep hearing that the interest rate cycle, we, we have to continue to raise interest rates at a faster rate because inflation is sticky. And it's not going away. And, and boy... The raising of rates that we've done so far hasn't really helped. Inflation still keeps going up. So so we're going to keep raising interest rates, which is going to put more pressure on American families that, that they with money they don't have already because now the cost of borrowing is going to go up. I mean, imagine a world where, where we're in debt up to our eyeballs. You don't have to imagine it. We're here, mm-hmm. right? And then the cost of, of a mortgage has more than doubled in the last 12 months. I bet it doubles again over the next 12 months. And and we see interest rates, it probably, instead of, you know, going from 3 to 7, you probably see them going from 7 to 12 or 14, right? You're going to see these rates continue to go on. People say, Kirk, well, how, that's impossible. That's not going to happen. Well, it happened in the early 80s. Interest rates cut up to 18%. Why? Because they had to fight the inflationary pressures. It's going to happen again. So I, I see 12 months from now, interest rates probably in the in the low teens. Well, imagine what that's going to do to people. What that's going to do to the investment world. It's going to crush the bond market. It's going to crush the stock market because stock market's a function of revenue and people spending money. And if people don't have money to spend, well, they're not going to spend it. So this is the problem that we see moving forward. It's the Achilles heel of debt and we mm-hmm. happen to be the generation that's living through it when i and i believe it implodes and we have a new money system to try to come in and save the day and the new money system this could be the cbdc or are you mm-hmm. talking or thinking of a parallel system that sets up all of the above i think cbdc is one of them but you, you look at the story that we just talked about, Mark Mobius, right? It's like, well, he can't get money out of CBDC. This is just one guy. And people say, Kirk, the elites, they're going to have their own set of rules, right? They're going to have their own set of standards. They don't have to have a health passport. This is one elite, a billionaire, who can't get his money out of a potential CBDC system, right? Mm-hmm. So, so it's going to impact everybody. And, uh, and just this week, literally, like two days ago, Hong Kong told China, said, hey, we're not going to accept your digital yuan as a currency, by the way. It's like, oh, boy. So now you've got countries that are saying it. So we will have central bank digital currency. There's no doubt in my mind because they have too much runway, right, uh, ahead of us. But, but whether we keep it or not, that's up to us. Are we going to give central bank digital currency momentum by accepting it? Or is there going to be parallel systems? another cryptocurrency, maybe quantum financial system or, or silver for barter or a gold-backed dollar. We don't know. All I know is that there will be 
options here because so many people are going to refuse the system. When we're already seeing countries, city-states like Hong Kong saying, we're not going to accept it before it even starts, right? So, so I, it's going to be a hard battle, but we will get it. And there's going to be people that say, well, we love the concept of CBDCs. This is amazing with the rules and regulation and the oversight. And we trust the government. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like, like, just like now you see those people, right? But, but overall, you're going to have so many people that don't like this, Josh. They're, the alternative systems that come up will gain momentum. Which one gets traction? We don't know. That part's up to us. Man, Kirk. Well said. Thank you so much, my friend. Appreciate you. Appreciate all the knowledge. Guys, Dr. Kirk Elliott, getgoldtoday.com. We will talk with him again next week on the Dark Delight Show. We'll be right back with more Dark Delight Show right after this. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, we are back with Dark Delight Show. Jim, you know, Kirk Elliott is just an awesome human being. For anybody out there, Dr. Kirk Elliott, if you if you have not checked him out, getgoldtoday.com. Just fill out the little form in the bottom there or, or give them a call, 720-605-3900, or, you know, email them, leave a message, whatever you have to do. But get that free financial consultation. They're definitely going to help you out, and Kirk is just amazing at what he does. But, you know, Jim, Mm-hmm. We had uh, Tucker Carlson having breaking revelations the other day about the January 6th right. event. And then we had massive outrage from the left and the right in the Senate, McConnell and Schumer yesterday, including right. every every other pundit on the left. And all of a sudden, Tucker comes out last night and just uh, stops showing footage. That was it. Soft pedal a little bit. He, he, uh, he pumped the old hate break, sounds like, after Schumer got up there and did his little 15. 15- now, wait, let's, let's back up a second here. Uh, Chuck's Chucky O'Chucky, right? Who the guy who looks over his glasses and looks like the the largest form of evil uh, I've ever seen in any human being. But he always does the forehead forward, eyes down, reading whatever it is that's been you know put in front of him. Uh, he got on the Senate floor. He's the Senate president, okay, mm-hmm. which is a very coveted seat, right? I mean, this is there's only a hundred senators if I got my math correct here, and and he's the most popular or he's the leader of the clan. Cool Kids Club, he gets down there and he gets on the Senate floor to be then read into the record of the Senate as testimony. And he then calls out Fox's owner and says, you need to muzzle your boy. And so what happened last night on Fox? What did we see on Fox last night? Well, it looks like Tucker pumped the old brakes there a little bit. Uh, so it tells me that from the Senate floor, we had a senator who was a public servant Go ahead and tell a corporation, news corporation, to, I don't know, what is that, isn't that called speech suppression? Isn't that the freedom of speech, yeah, the freedom of the press? The I suppression thought we had of the that. First Amendment, absolutely. I mean, and that's not a problem for anybody? That's okay. If Trump would have got up and said, hey, you need to get old Bayhart to old uh, Joy over there on The View, you need to muzzle her. Well, first of all, the women would be up in, in arms, right? Because, oh, sure, you know, she's old. How dare you speak to a woman that way? And then the idea that, quote, yeah, whatever she is. She's also, quote, unquote, media. Is she media? I don't know if we can classify. But she's on TV, right? So she's on television. Um, and uh, so if he got up and said that about Joy Behart or anybody else for that matter, 
they would be up in arms. There'd be protests in the street because he is suppressing free speech. But yet, the senator, the Senate president, can get on the floor and do a 15-minute rant on Tucker Carlson and call him a liar. And he even quoted Tucker Carlson. He, he didn't quote him. He paraphrased quoter uh, paraphrased Tucker as as saying that he knew that January 6th was uh, was an insurrection. And this is the kind of stuff where he was mincing words to make it sound the way he wanted to on the Senate floor. Right. And he was, uh, you know, going into Schumer, you know, he was saying that we've seen this before. We've seen the footage with our own eyes, our reality. Mm. And it was interesting to watch every other pundit out there yesterday because they all said relatively the same thing. What they were doing is a psychological warfare technique referring back to the propaganda that was put out during the January 6th committee. Now, remember, mm. they would say that they they cut images and they cherry-picked video and they, they cut video that make it look like it was peaceful. But that's exactly what the January 6th committee did to make it look like it was violent. And, right. you know, it, it's one great debacle. But I hope that Tucker rises up and says uh, no and, and comes forward and maybe even leaves Fox News. I know $30 million a year is a lot or $100 million, whatever he's getting. But I'm pretty sure if he moved to OAN or did something just on Rumble exclusively, they would pay him very well. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I believe that in a, in a second. Um, that's there's no. I, I, just, I mean, look at what Joe Rogan makes. I mean, he got that off of Spotify. I didn't realize mm-hmm. Spotify had that kind of cash laying around. Um, oh, they're, Tucker's only getting six million from Fox. Six million. They that's could steal. It? Yeah, that's what it says here. Uh, it says six million somewhere, but makes ten million. So yeah, he's not making. He's not making twenty. Uh, or what? What, what we got here? The thing. So. There's a bunch of different ads out here or different uh, articles on this. He says he has a net – they say he has a net worth of $30 million. So, I mean, it sounds like he's got his contract pretty hit. You know, but what does he get uh, revenue share on his advertising or anything? He, like he's got to get revenue share. I can only imagine he's got to get revenue share. It would make no sense if he didn't. Yeah. So his uh, celebrity net worth, his annual salary is $6 million. That's it. Wow. He could be getting wow. so much more. I mean, they were offering. He, he is the most watched person on cable television. Okay. Period. Yeah. Now, they were offering Steve Crowder $30 million. Really? To go to uh, the Daily Wire. Wow. Right? No. Well, it, was um, over, it was over five years, but so that's $6 million a year. But okay. you're talking about Tucker Carlson. I'm telling you. Yeah. I mean – you know, Rush Limbaugh was making what a hundred million a year or, or something like that. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. His commercials were twenty five thousand for fifteen seconds on on wow. uh, on Rush Limbaugh. Yeah, it was like twenty five grand for. So if he if he said it on the golden microphone, uh, it was gold, right? I mean, everybody just bought his stuff anytime he would go ahead and, and promote anything. So. The thing about that, if Tarko, I mean, seriously, why isn't he in like a major negotiations with, you know, a Spotify or Blaze TV something like that? Glenn Beck. Oh, yeah. Oh, you imagine if he rolled over to Glenn Beck, what that would oh, look that, like? That would be it. That would be it. Fox would start suing. <laughs> <laughs> it would be over. Like between Glenn Beck and him, and then, yeah. Oh, um, you know who I've really been disappointed with is uh, Kill Me. And I don't know how you ever felt about him, 
but I've listened to him recently just because it's it was on a it's a local conservative uh, radio station and uh, here in uh, Pigeon Forge. I catch it just a little bit of him, and the the problem is, is the segments that I've caught maybe fifteen twenty minutes of it. He is a he sounds liberal. He sounds who, who like a this? bleeding heart. Li- uh, Kilmeade, Brian Kilmeade. Oh, he's a he's a Fox com- uh, commentator. Yeah, I thought I he was actually. He yep. Yeah. I thought he was pretty conservative. I thought he was uh, kind of one of those guys, you know, Second Amendment and all that stuff. But he's saying some stuff about the Ukraine war and some other things that well, I just like. Hmm. You, you know how you, you got rhinos, right? You got coin. You know what coin is? Uh-uh. Conservative only in name. Oh, coin. Very good. I didn't know that one. I just made that up. No. Pretty good, huh? Did you really? I did. No, I'm, I'm did. that good. Did you really make... Come I on. really we did. Here, I, I seriously just we were here at the of intersection arts. of cleverness and time, and you you just created that coin. Oh, are you a coin? Ooh, sounds kind of dirty already. <laughs> we got yeah. rhinos he, and coins. Uh, yeah. Well, and see that's and the coins are rhino. more of like the you know the hand drop. Hey, liberals, right? That are acting to be conservatives, right? Right. Right. Oh, so liberals uh, in uh, what would it be? What would be the liberal version? Uh, what would be the liberal? The um, hey, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I don't know where you went there just then, but I was thinking of like lion liberals uh, in name only. But I don't know if that's uh, well, that doesn't work. I don't know. Listen to this only. story. Listen to this story. Oh, that's that lion. The FBI. Yeah coordinated secretly with hospitals and medical centers to strip U.S. citizens of their rights to own, buy, or even use firearms, according to a trove of internal documents obtained by the Washington Examiner. Behind closed doors without congressional approval, the FBI has worked hand-in-hand with the Secret Service and the U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement to strip over two dozen people of their gun rights with internal forms records show. On the heels of this revelation, the Washington Examiner in December 22 uh, obtained documents and emails that shed light on how the Bureau apparently received a helping hand from medical facilities to waive gun rights from at least five people. Anytime you have evidence of private entities coordinating with federal agents to strip Americans of their rights, the public should be alarmed and demanding answers and action. This is just the latest terrifying instance, dude. Well, Bank of America turned over a whole list to the the ATF of people who purchased guns using a um, Bank of America credit cards. You've heard about this, haven't you? This came well, out this I have. week I've as well. I've heard of the, uh, the, the banks, the, the credit card companies. Um, mm-hmm. They are now tracking the gun manufacturers. Really what they're saying, they're not tracking the gun manufacturers. They're tracking any th- purchase that's going to Dick Sporting Goods, Cabela's. Mm-hmm. They're tracking anything that you're doing that potentially could be that red flag because they want so heartedly to track mm-hmm. those gun registries, and they can't. Legally. Right. Well, they want to know how many Freedom Fries you buy. You freedom know, Fries. And, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's uh, – I mean, you know – and that's – see, okay, so how important – okay, think about the two topics that we talk about consistently. You know, we talk about freedom of speech, right, how it's always being – there's different por- portions of suppression in that. But then also gun rights. And these are the two things they bang the hardest. So tells me if they're pushing the hardest to get these kind of legislations and rules and regulations and like the whole – uh, pistol bracket thing that now the ATF is saying 
is a policy, you know, even though it's not a law. Mm-hmm. Um, this this is a thing where I'm I'm trying to figure out like okay where's where's their focus at? Well, their focus is the Second Amendment, and well, First and Second Amendment, those two right there, one and two. If they can get those two out of America, they've got us beat, and they're doing a pretty good job of it right now. Well, they're never going to get them out of America. That's that's the key. We'll be back with more mm-hmm. Dark Light Show after this. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Oh, great tune. Back with the Dark Delight oh, yeah. show. And uh, China is stepping up their rhetoric to the United States of America. This isn't good. What are your thoughts on this, Jim? Actually, I was talking about this just yesterday. Yeah, China's uh, telling us, stop saying bad things about us. We come after you. We go bang, bang. Um, I don't know if that's accurate or not, but <laughs> that's what it's I kind of racist, it as. But, you know, it's, it's okay. <laughs> oh, well, you know, we're all racist. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. Uh, let's just all embrace the suck, right? Um, anyway, no, they're saying, yeah, they want to say that uh, we can't say bad things about them, but they can do subversion and spying and uh, manipulation of markets and suppressing their own currency. That's fine. Yeah, that that's not a problem. But we don't, we can't say bad words about them. I, I don't know. Have we gotten to where now our politics are doing the sticks and stones thing? Uh, that doesn't work anymore. But 
bad words hurt me or something. I don't well, know. you know, I, this is the way I look at what's happening with China. <clears throat> China's economy is on the verge of financial ruin and collapse. It, it's not doing mm-hmm. too well. They have um, 300 times more debt than they have revenue. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. That's called bankruptcy. Um, no, yeah, that's know. called not good. <laughs> that's called not good. Not going to make it through the what year. what checks to what bank accounts if you're 300%? I mean, what? Well, let me ask you right, this. Go ahead. Is statistically speaking or historically, when right. countries within a world, uh, large c- countries, get to this point right. of bankruptcy, typically what do you see happen next? Well, this is the this is the collapse of the well, the collapse of their government. Then a new government is installed, and new currencies, and it takes about you know five to fifteen years for them to bounce back. So there's a whole whole reset there that goes on. Now, well, a reset. Good job. There, there we go. Yeah, it is yeah. we're going to see world war. That's what we're going to see. That that's what happens next. <sighs> I don't want it to happen. I, I don't. I, no, I, I don't want this. But you hear the exacerbation you, in my breathing there, right? Just yeah, like, but if you look oh. at China being pressed with their back against the wall, this is mm-hmm. the most likely scenario that they're going to go for Taiwan because financially and economically, this is what can save them if the U.S. doesn't intervene, and they have to do it while Joe Biden's still in office. Right. Well, and again, that, that's because Joe or those people that are in charge of all that is going to let us get walked on. And allow for that step up. I mean, how? I mean, Josh, let me ask you something. It, it, would you would you sh- would you try to burn down your own house just to 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 save your economy, like to save your bank account? I mean, that doesn't even begin to make sense. But yet, we have people in our own country that are trying to save other countries' economies by burning us down. I guess it would be like saving your neighbor's checking account by burning your own house. Mm. So if you burn your house down, your neighbor's checking account is saved. How, how does that make sense? Because that's what people are doing in America. They're burning America down to save China or other people. Well, it, it makes no sense, but this is what governments do against governments. Governments think they are somehow above the law. They are above the uh, the people, but instead they actually fall below the people. You know, we need a complete cultural, social, and political, and economic revolution in this world. We really do. You know, if there's one thing that the World Economic Forum is correct about, is that we definitely need a fourth industrial revolution, just not the way that the Fourth Reich and Klaus Klaus Schwab want to see it and have it progress in the sense of their crony communism, which is (laughs) public-private partnerships, which is nothing more than, you know, a a, uh, public fascism. Uh, Right. So... We need to have this revolution in this country, but that doesn't come about through progressive policies that drive a transference of wealth to one small elite group and then a nanny surveillance state set up. That comes about by giving people more rights, more freedoms, and more incentive for innovation. Well, remember, socialism can exist in a free market, but a free market cannot exist in socialism. So people can, you know, if we have a free market, if we actually, and by the way, I, I don't call it capitalism. I go to free market. Free, and, I, and everybody has their different terms, but I use free market. If you have a free market, you can be a socialist in free market. But in a socialism, you can't have a free market. So people put, need to pick, figure out which way they really want to have their, you know, their bread sliced like we talked about yesterday. You keep slicing the bread in different directions. You've got croutons. 
But there's a there's a real a real uh, story there that we have to be careful that these people who keep running around and saying they want socialism, which is just communism light beer, uh, you know, they got to be careful. They won't they'll they will not have the world that they think they want uh, with all this. You know, oh, we're all going to do this kumbaya. We're going to get along with each other. And then if we're going to do the world war thing, I mean, people the only people that suffer are the poorest among us. And even though even though we think we're middle class or lower middle class or whatever, we're going to suddenly be thrust into the lower class as soon as this world war stuff takes off. The resources won't be there. I don't yeah. know, how do, do they do? Do they do a lot of lending during wars? Like if if America's under siege, do you, are you still able to go down and do standard banking and money? Uh, Money well, transactions I assume and, in some parts of the country you can, uh, you know, kumbaya down by the fire in, in liberal cities. But, you know, that's one of the points of Donald Trump's 10 new cities that he wants to set up is right. that it, it completely changes the ideals, the mindsets within human beings. I mean, imagine if, if Donald Trump. So let, let's fast forward to 2024. Donald Trump's on the, the campaign trail and he goes. In five years, we're going to put a man on Mars, right? Like, right. seriously, what if he came out and said that? We're going to put up, a, you know, $100 billion worth of incentivized programs to progress America into the future, mm-hmm. right? $10 million prize for, you know, new exotic energy solutions, $10, $10 million prizes. If you can come mm-hmm. up with something that's alternative energy that's not solar, that's not wind, that's not geothermal, that is efficient, it's easy to develop, and produces clean energy, you'll win a $10 million prize. You know how many people, you know how many schools, universities, high school students, just closet scientists? Yeah. 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 Elementary kids, school kids will be out there with magnifying glance, glasses, mm-hmm. and you know, people will be trying to cold fusion things. in their garage. Yeah. <laughs> this, to is, win. this is what would happen if Trump came out with, let's just say, a hundred billion dollars of incentivized projects. It, it, think if he came out with, uh, you know, a billion dollar prize for a new propulsion source. Mm-hmm. Not only that, Jim, is what if he went in and declassified? All the DOD patents, the various different patents that we know that they have. You know which ones I'm talking about. DARPA and HARP and all that's got yeah. fingers. No, not scale. those ones. I'm, I'm talking about the uh, the reverse resistor that was built in 1948 oh. by a female at Bell Laboratories, mm-hmm. uh, which conducts electricity as a current goes through it. And it conducts more electricity than is put into it, which doesn't make right. any sense. And so it, instead of giving off thermal radiation, it actually gives off um, electromagnetic radiation or gives off electricity. Um, mm-hmm. th- there's tons of other of these types of devices that are out there. And what if they just went in there and started releasing all these alternative energy technologies, flex fuels, uh, HHO machines, uh, you know, water combustion machines? They started releasing all of this. Do you know what would happen in five years in this country? It would com- be a complete mindset revolution and we would enter into a golden age and wealth would be just massive in this country well i mean think about it if you didn't have to spend money on the the wiring and the powering and the substations and then the electric bill each month 
what freedoms are you giving people suddenly? Now, here's, here's where – and here's where that – Josh, I think you're closer to the answer here than you realize. And, 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 and if we actually did this free energy effect, right, where we did the cold fusion or the, the suitcase or thermos size uh, energy generation, that's where these remote cities – become absolutely plausible because you don't need to be near power sources and be in these controlled uh, cities of you know two of ultra dense populations right you could go out and be free where the power is at which is See, where I just are. gave you something to talk about for the next hour Jim <laughs> yes sir thank you for all right the guys you're gonna be joined by Jim price for the next hour I'm out of here for today I'll see you guys tomorrow have a great day see you in a minute There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the new world order. All right, welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. I'm your host, Jim Price, here in the second hour of your extended lunch here on WYSL. Thank you guys so much for being here. And and as we we continue to talk about these things, Josh and myself, we we de- we delve in this stuff and we dive into it when it's actually a very dirty business if you really get down to what we have to process through. Now, there is information I get, there's information Josh gets, there's people we talk to that there's things we can't even talk about because it's just like it's... First of all, to explain what we learn would take an hour to two hours just to give you the history, to get you caught up to where we can start the topic of the things that are going on. And we're talking about power generation. I mean, it's absolutely one of the biggest crimes against humanity that we've that we don't even want to talk about because you go, again, we got the Rockefeller Institute. Now, guys, listen, these these guys have been dead. These guys have been dead for a hundred years, and we're still dealing with their their hypocrisy and their greed, their selfishness. Now, in its innocence, I could I can't completely fault you know Rockefeller and J.P. Morgan and some of these others because they were businessmen, right? They were meant to do business to make money. They they had investors, and they were you know they were trying to collect zeros. I got it. I, I get the free market part. I'm not mad about that, but at the same time, when you go out and purposely you know, suppress things and do things and manipulate and then use your dollars to then victimize other people. This tactic is not something brand new that they were doing by using the courts, by using governments, by using, you know, courts of public opinion. I'll go down the path with you for a second here and work with me on this, that if I said, well, hey, do you believe that uh, pigeons are rats with wings? And there's going to be a segment of you go, well, yeah, they're dirty. They're dirty animals. Oh, they're filthy. They got parasites that go in your brain and they, they eat your brain. Okay, well, pump, pump the brakes there for a second. I, I got it. Uh, the problem with that is, is that the reason that that rumor even started was because a building owner in downtown New York, Manhattan, wanted to 
keep the pigeons off his building because he was tired of cleaning up after them. Now the pigeons would go and they would roost along the shelves and the, and the high ledges and the different coves and things in the building. And then he would have to have pay somebody to go up there like a window washer and clean out all the debris. Well, what he got tired of is he's like, you know what? Uh, he just creates a propaganda. And we use the word propaganda quite a bit in our daily language right now. We really do. We're actually we're pushing that word around. And we're, I don't want to lose the definition of this, okay? He goes out and he writes a full-page, full-page article that looks like a scientific story that's being released to the public to educate the public on how these rats with wings will cause all kinds of health uh, issues, debilitating thises and thats, and you should just be mindful to stay away from these things because this is absolutely, you know, the rat with wings that will give you parasites. He just wanted to be able to go out and wildly kill pigeons and keep them off his building so people wouldn't be mad at him. And this is the kind of stuff in our history that we don't want to talk about because it makes us feel kind of dumb for having believed certain things for an extended period of time that we should have been a little bit more, you know, discerning. We, we should have really kind of questioned what they were saying. But back when newspapers were really considered to be you know, a, a good thing, right? They they really were in its infancy. Were meant to, you know, tell the truth. You know, local this and that's. You know, school board meetings. You know, auctions, the dances on Friday night, that kind of stuff. Those were that was what it was about. It was never it was never intended in its initial writings to be really that bad, right? But now we've seen that you know there are certain people out there who have used these things against us. And use them for their benefit. Now it's going back to Rockefeller and uh, J.P. Morgan and fellows like this. The different, a lot of the participants of Jekyll Island. Now Jekyll Island is actually an an island off of Georgia's coast, and yet we don't realize that these people are actually the ones that created the IRS in 1913. The ratification that was supposed to have happened uh, through the Convention of States to create the IRS. Well, by the way, two states, including Arkansas, was uh, never ratified or even voted on this convention of states. So the, the problem is, is that they did not have a two-thirds majority to be able to go ahead and, and, and institute the IRS. But the Secretary of State at that time, right before Christmas, got out in front of the press pool and says, we've done it. We've we've ratified this and through the convention of states. Congratulations to us all. We now get to tax you, which is the most ludicrous statement on earth. And I know I'm paraphrasing a lot like Schumer did in his testimony or his statement on the Senate floor about Tucker Carlson's admission that January 6th was insurrection. Anyway, so this is, again, we're misusing the press. But J.P. Morgan, Rockefeller, they wanted to run profits into the company. I got it. I'm with you. But the problem is, is when they were actually silencing the truth, when they were silencing other methods, when they were silencing Tesla, who was actually able to show through the firmament and through the idea of this ether around us that there's, there's actually static electricity static energy and we use the word electricity let's let's get uh let's get our minds wrapped around that a little bit electricity it's actually energy it's actually frequency did you know that they can actually run the same information that goes through your cable line to your house through the outlets of every single outlet in your house so you could basically have an entire house of wi-fi communication and all the cable channels and all the emails you ever wanted just by plugging in your device to the wall. You don't, Not through an Ethernet, not through Wi-Fi, but literally the cabling in your house, the wires in your house, they can, the, the electricity can be modified. Just like 
Guys, you guys realize that you, most of your electric companies across this country use the electric lines to read your meter. They didn't run a separate cable out to your house to read your meter, to have a little smart meter where they have the little device. And, and there's, hey, guys, there are parts of our country that have a credit card reader on the thermostat for you to swipe your credit card to make sure your electricity stays on. That's a real thing. But how do they get that communication in and out of your house if they're not you're running it through a cable? I thought the only way we get it was through cable because they're using the power in the, the, the frequency in the electric lines to run that communication back and forth. Now, that's not something brand new. That's something we've always known. But we don't talk about that because a separate line coming to your house makes it very, very special. And we could charge you two, three, four hundred dollars a month for all this internet service. But in reality, the internet service is already existent in the walls of your house and then down the cables. Now, let me give you one more thing about energy. Energy can have static, can have you know, like a river flowing with dirt in it, right? Or or over there in, in uh, East Palestine, Ohio, well, just some you know some chlor, you know, vinyl chloride. You know, it's just it's just World War One kind of you know toxic chemicals that could be flowing down the river. So that makes that river kind of junky, right? Makes it dirty. Well, power or energy coming through those electric lines gets all staticky and dirty as well. And did you know that you can actually cut your energy bills to your commercial buildings and also your home by using a power scrubber? Now, I've actually put these in, and they are really cool devices, but they just go in, and they, we call them a power scrubber. You can call them whatever, a frequency modulator. But you can go in there, and you can clean up the energy. You just realign it. You know, when it's coming... You think of it kind of like it's tumbling down the river. Well, the electricity's tumbling down the, the and I'm using, and if you're a, a electrical engineer and you want to come on the show and you want to school me on all the things I'm saying, okay, I got it. I'm trying to get everybody to understand in generalized terms what it is that brings the power and what it looks like coming into your house. So I'm trying to use your mind's eye to help you understand. So as the energy is tumbling along the, elect, the line, the the wind pushes energy across the electric line, which then causes static and causes the power to quote-unquote tumble or be uh, staticky along the along those lines coming to your house. And the power scrubber, the uh, frequency, mod- frequency modulator, will actually go in and realign the electricity and clean it up. And actually, you're... You will use less electricity. Your 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 devices in your house will last exponentially longer because they're not having to clean up all that dirty that dirty energy. It's like you you know eating a big bag of Cheetos or potato chips or you know whatever it is. You, you, your your body's going to have to process a little hard harder to you get the junk through, right? Well, in the same way, your computer and your TV and your appliances and all that. They have to work through the bad energy, so not all the energy they're using is actually able to be really used, and it's passed on. Okay, so like the same thing as like, you know, not everything in a Cheetos bag is something your body needs, and it passes it on. We have all this technology. We have all this knowledge. We have all these things right in front of us where we can literally lower the consumption of our energy right there by using something at the house to do that, but we don't have that conversation. Why? Because you're not going to sell any electricity or as much electricity if you're cleaning it up. And we're not going to be able to sell you cable line and cable you know, this and that if you're just running it through the electrical lines. Because that means that everybody would have access to it. 
do you see, folks, that there's a lot of people out there that are keeping the cork on the bottle or the lid on the jar or the, you know, whatever is the analogy you want to use to say that we're not letting this out there to this free energy effect where you guys can have freedoms to have, you know, to do as you want. We don't want to talk about those things because it doesn't make them money. So, guys, uh, we got a commercial break coming up here on Dark Delight Show, and I'll be right back. It's one of my favorite songs. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. I'm Jim Price, your host here on the Dark Delight Show, right here on WYSL, AM and FM, going out all across New York. And, and then I, I'm not sure yet. I'll have to talk to the, the engineer to see if we are actually picking up the other stations going south into New York. But we're going to... We're going to be expanding. It's great, great news for WYSL and listeners that we're going to be able to have that much effect or that much reach coming up soon. But when we talked, we were just talking, I was talking to the engineer offline while you guys were listening to commercials. You know, he, he talks about his little binary powered radio in his bathroom that when he's listening to the station, he gets a little buzz in the background. Well, that's that dirty energy. That's where that is really a, a thing. And people are like, oh, no, I just don't quite have it tuned in right. I got I to tune it in a little better. And in reality, what you're doing there is you're trying to really focus in and getting away from the static, right? The the stuff you hear. Remember when we were kids, 
a lot of us, we'd have the AM radio going, but you could hear a storm coming in because the, the lightning would go off. You could hear that in the background of the AM radios. Well, that's again, that's just that's that's that energy discharge in the ether around you. That's in the in the atmosphere. It goes off. And yet when that electricity goes off, it creates ozone. Well, again, you know, um, ozone is what gives you that fresh smell, gets rid of all the odors in the air and it purifies it. So when we think about energy and I'm going to parallel, I'm going to I'm going to you know, parallel this into or parlay this into a, a part of us and who we are. If you ever watch the movie The Matrix and you'll see that we are all just D-sized batteries, blah, 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 we're just energy, this and that, and we have so much energy. If you talk to a thermal uh, – a thermal, um, oh, I'm, I'm having a, a, a brain fart here all of a sudden. Um, somebody who understands uh, what thermal exchange is in the human body itself, when we say well, there's so many BTUs, British thermal units that a body produces, but did you know inside of every one of your cells is a bit of energy? And if you actually understand how that energy is then creates you know, heat, uh, then you understand that why your body sits around the temperature it does, but also heat rising causes viruses to die. Um, so when you get a fever, it's not a bad thing. It's because it's killing off things inside your body that shouldn't be there, and your body can withstand the heat. But that's because your cells are putting off more energy. They're putting off this heat. But if you combined all the energy that every cell of you and your body had, you'd be surprised that you're actually more powerful than lightning. And that sounds odd. Like, well, now wait, Jim. I'm not more powerful than lightning. That's crazy. That's voodoo. You're talking witchcraft. Well, no, God made you amazing. Don't discount his ability. If you're saying that somehow you're going to limit God, that you're just some bag of bones, some meat bag, well, no, you're more than that. You have amazing energy, and the world around you is full of energy. And so the idea that when we've had these corporations and these one-off guys who in their infancy of trying to get a few extra dollars for their company, when that gets out of control on a long timeline where we now are sitting around looking at a broken-down infrastructure that has not improved its technology, honestly, since the 50s, if you really get down to it, we're still pushing electricity along the outsides of an electrical or a, a piece of metal that's strung into a line. Now, if you understand, electricity does not does not travel in the wire. It travels on the wire. And if you think about that, it really changes your idea of what we have and what we communicate with and what we transfer power with. And we're saying, I thought it was in the wire. Well, no, that's wire. water. Water goes inside of a tube and it's pushed through. But water and electricity have a very similar characteristic. The further away from a pump uh, that the water is being pumped from, the further away it gets, the less the pressure. The same idea with energy. Energy with those big, those big stupid fans out in the middle of the field and they're not anywhere in any dense population areas, by the time the power gets to the population, it has decreased exponentially down to where it's probably only about an eighth as strong as what it was when it left the fan. Now, think about that. They're putting all these fans up out there to tell you, oh, we're powering the future. But the problem is, is the distance from the fan to your house, it, it, it degrades exponentially. And those fans, did you know that there's actually generators inside the fans to keep the generators pointed into the wind because they can't always generate enough power to operate themselves? So there's actually diesel generators that power them. But again, remember, this is green energy. This is... 
I've got this stuff for days, right? So we, I know we're gonna, we're kind of gone into a long segment here on energy and what it really is around us. But if you don't know, if you don't have this education, you don't have these little bits of knowledge, you're gonna keep doing the same old thing over and over again, and you're you just get the same old response, which is stupidity in motion, right? We have to push back and say we want a perpetual vehicle, okay? So if I told you a capacitor, and I've actually, Dr. Douglas Frank, which is the physicist that works with Mike Lindell, and he's really big, he's big on math, right? But he's a electrical, he's a, he's electrical physicist. He works on electricity, understands power. And he's actually a Nobel Peace Prize, or not Nobel Peace Prize, a Nobel Prize winner in um, electricity or something like that. I can't remember what it was, but he's a Nobel Prize winner. Everybody says Nobel Peace Prize because that's the one we think of. But anyway, he is a Nobel Prize winner and really neat guy. And I've asked him about this stuff because this is his world, you know, numbers and, and all this calculation stuff. And we've talked about what, what it would take really to change the world and this and that. And he's like, it doesn't take much, Jim. It's already there. We have the power availability. It's just that we've been led down a path of con- you using wire conductivity that is really hamstringing us from growth. We got technology that's, a, I mean, okay, so yeah, we're not using cloth wire uh, and, uh, and, uh, and, that, and that kind of wiring where the old cloth wrap wiring. We're not doing that anymore because we're using plastic. But it's exactly the same process from a hundred and some years ago. But yet, when Tesla was doing this, he was going to use power a, a a power concentrator that then would allow the, your devices to receive the electricity. He was using everything wirelessly, and that was the real technology. And the problem was, is, and we all know we've heard this, is that you know uh, J.P. Morgan said, "Well, how am I going to be able to charge the people for this?" And Tesla says, "You can't." Because it's going to be free. It's it's in the ethers. It's in the it's in the atmosphere around you. Well, that's when he got immediately shut down and then touted as crazy. But then the FBI went in and confiscated all of his files. So, guys, we've had a lot of bad actors in in, in their infancy or whatever whatever fear, whether it was loss of profit or loss of control. Um, these people have gone out of their way to. Make sure and hold back technologies because we didn't. They didn't. They knew. They they just didn't think you were ready for it. They didn't think you were smart enough. Like, well, you know, these people. They just they need our love and our respect, and and we're going to protect them from this new technology that could scare them. I, I and I'm I'm I, I I hate to say it, but that's really a lot of the logic behind it. Now, there are other people that don't want you to have it because, well, again, they're gonna you're gonna they're gonna lose control of you. If you actually didn't have to spend money on on energy generation in your life, how much more money would you suddenly have? Where would you live? If you didn't have to worry about being close to the grid, if you were able to get your energy from you know the atmosphere and you were able to communicate with high-speed internet through satellites, why would you live inside the city? Why would you live downtown? Why would you live where there's no grass or there's no animals, there's no freedom? I mean, think about it. That's why I think Trump's... Um, allowing for the federal land uh, type of deal where he wants to go in and let people go in and homestead in federal land. I, I think that's where this all goes is because when you don't have to rely on a grid, when you don't have to rely on a fuel source that's only provided to you by certain methods, suddenly you have freedom to live anywhere you want, whether it's in the middle of the desert 
whether it's on the highest mountain in the Rockies and the lowest valleys in California, Death Valley, or below the sea level, that's fine. You can run the air conditioner all day long because you don't have to think about the electricity because you have freedom. But see, freedom means that you're not controlled. You're not controllable. And that's what they fear. Think about, like, okay, Tucker Carlson's thing, right? I, sa- I reported or said yesterday, I think it was either on this show or uh, I, I, was on, I do several shows a day. And, uh, and so I was talking about this, but I, I said there was 10,000 hours of footage. It's actually 41,000 hours of footage for January 6th. 41,000 hours. Now, some cameras are uh, viewing a room that had nobody in it, so obviously you take those those hours out of it, right? And so you can start wedging it down. And that's where I got the 10,000 hours because that's what t- where there was people moving around, moving about. And I'm going to tell you guys, I spent almost 18 years, 17 and a half years, doing high-security design for the Department of Defense. So when, I, when he talks about there's all these cameras in these rooms and hallways and angles, guys, I know that protocol. I did it. I designed, built, and trained the military for the exact systems that are in that building. And if they don't want you in there, you will never get in there. It will never, you will never get in that Capitol building. First of all, just think about the 5,000-pound mag locks that are on two-and-a-half-inch steel doors. That means you have to have, you have to overcome with the handle on the door. You have to overcome a 5,000-pound mag lock. That means the handle and the door have to be able to withstand more than 5,000 pounds of pulling power to open it. Now, that doesn't even begin to make sense because most handles only have a rating of between two and 300 pounds to be able to hold. To, the Most handles on doors and stuff like that only have about a, not, not residential, I'm talking about commercial, only about two to 300 pounds of, of, of strength, right, of pulling strength. And so to say that they, they have 5,000 pounds of pulling strength in those door handles, it doesn't work that way. Again, this is where I can sit here and pick apart just through the technical side of it. As an engineer, I could show you all the fallacies of January 6th and how it doesn't make sense. And I can be, as the guy who's designed the systems, that there are separate breached walls. There are separate fire locked doors. There are separate security systems inside of the Capitol that are layered in there. So maybe you got into the outside door, but then there's an inner door. And then there's an inner hallway. And then there's a section for that. And there's a section for this. And there's, guys... You see how when we have people out there who are fearful of you knowing the truth, they'll do anything they can to maintain their power. And yet we don't want to have that conversation. Your government has gone out of its way because they think, and I'm, I know we've heard this before, and I know it sounds a little hurtful, but they really do think you're stupid. And I'm not saying like, Oh, you just don't know, you know, where the library is. We're talking, they think you are dumb. Like, they don't even understand how you breathe. And I, and it, that sounds mean, but they really mean it that way. Well, we got another segment of the Dark Delight Show here on WYSL coming up. we got a commercial break coming up, and we'll be right back. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. Welcome back to Dark Delight Show. I'm your host, Jim Price, here on WYSL. Thank you guys so much for being here. 
Now, I know I went on a little bit of a rant there with the whole energy consumption thing and how we've been misused and abused. Well, <laughs> where do you go? You got the food, you got the water, you got the energy, you got your mind. And we continue on to understand that there is more to what we understand. Now, out of naturalnews.com, there was a, an article they put out, and this is actually just yesterday. It says, uh, Natural News releases lab test results from Tractor Supply, Producers Pride Chicken Feed, and five other chicken food products. Now, everybody's been going around talking about how the the chickens quit laying eggs. My chicken ain't laying eggs. Well, I'm going to tell you guys, if you if you if you got table scraps, give them to your chickens. If you got meat, let's say you got a you got a, a ham bone, you you, you don't want to sit there and worry about deboning. Just throw that out to your chickens. Your chickens will absolutely devour every bit of the cartilage and meat off of that. If you have old old uh, food that you have in the, in the refrigerator, they will eat everything but most of the things that they tell you is good for you in vegetables. Now, uh, that's just experience. I've watched the chickens go through and not eat the lettuce, not eat certain vegetables that supposedly are good for you, and they'll eat everything else. Uh, they love squash. They love pumpkin, uh, those kind of things. But this is just a personal experience, and, and I tell you, when I saw it, when I started feeding them the table scraps and the, the meats, the proteins, and even chicken itself, they'll eat chicken. They're not discriminatory. Um, they'll eat each other. They're little dinosaurs. Uh, their egg production jumped exponentially, but uh, the health ranger, uh, Mike Adams, went out and he has a he has a lab of his own because he does a lot of his own supplements. He's he's producing a lot of things out there to make sure that you know you guys are getting good products. Well, they this is the article. It says um, uh, he goes on to say, as a public service, we decided to apply our laboratory infrastructure to the tractor supply chicken feed question. So we purchased six products uh, at, at tractor supply. In Central Texas. Now, this is the Perina uh, Layer Crumbles, the Flock uh, Party Egg Pellets, the Natural Best Organic Egg Layer Pellets. These are really drawn out names. Uh, Dumar 16% Egg Max Pellets, Dumar Organic 16% Layer Crumbles. And uh, they went through and they were look. They went to find all these different things in there. And there was a couple things that were a little bit disturbing uh, from the different toxins. Um, uh, the uh, glyphosate, glyphosate. I think I'm saying that wrong. Glyso, glyphosate, glyphosate. There we go. English is my first language, so don't judge me. I was a public school child. Uh, glyphosate is a weed, um, a weed killer chemical linked to various cancers and endocrine system uh, disruptions in humans and animals. And uh, in the Perina stuff, they had 10.7 parts per billion. Uh, the flock had 10.5. And so this was a thing where none of these glyphosate uh, set off the alarm bells in my mind. Um, they're not high enough, in my opinion, to explain chickens being unable to lay eggs. The natural uh, drive of laying eggs is very strong for chickens, although it is not a, an avian. Bi I'm not an avian biologist. A strong doubt that the exposure to these levels of glyphosate could by itself cause chickens to stop laying eggs. Now, <coughs> let me... Um, let me explain something to you. They, I, I do. This is kind of my hypothesis to us. They went through and they tested all these things. You can find this on naturalnews.com. They went in and they did all this stuff. But my, my hypothesis is on this is what I've seen kind of around the country with traveling back and forth and going to these events and seeing things. I'm very observant, um, wanting to see all these things. I'm wondering if the nutrition 
within the grain itself is not there. Not so much the chemical, but somehow we're altered. Uh, Dave from Rockport's there. Dave, you there? Yep, we're here again, man. Jim, great show. Um, yes, sir. Touched the something in my brain when you were talking Rockport. about the windows. Rockport, yeah. Yes, sir. There is a Lockport. There's a lot of ports. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, okay. I, uh, I I ran into something a few years ago, and I began to research it. This is on the energy uh, topic. Um, okay. The old Rockefeller, he, he claimed over in Geneva, Switzerland, many moons ago, that uh, all this oil that we've got, it came from uh, ferns and dinosaurs and all this other stuff. Oh, yeah. And uh, I guess uh, so a few scientists in uh, Russia um, have actually proven what they call the abiotic theory of oil, that it's actually generated in the mantle of the earth. What do you think yep. about that? Oh, absolutely. Um, the, it, it was Rockefeller who was able to classify it because it has carbon, oxygen, and nitrogen is considered to be hydrogen. an organic material. Or yeah. Hydrogen, yeah. Oh, okay. okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we're on the same yeah, page. I mean, absolutely. And by doing that... So it's that, not organic. It's, it's, it's actually part of the chemical process of the earth. Correct, correct. And then, like, Cecil the beers with diamonds, make, make sure everybody knows they're rare. That way they'll have value. Um, mm-hmm. And I just... I've got um, a couple of, you know, real high-end graduates that I uh, uh, deal with, and I just cannot get them to wrap their head or, or even delve into it um, because, oh, right. no, it comes from dinosaurs. You know? <laughs> well, uh, even they've proven that what uh, dinosaur bones have not been found bet- below 16,000 feet, but yet most all oil exploration is bet- below 20,000 feet. And uh, to say that those two are correlating doesn't work. Exactly, exactly. I just uh, a little light bulb over the head. I had a couple minutes. I figured I'd I'd touch on that. Yeah, but no. yeah, there's we've been lied to our whole lives about <laughs> almost everything. Well, think about Sinclair Oil. They're still out there, and they're they actually are expanding their uh, refining process right now. But Sinclair has a dinosaur as yeah. as part of their yeah. logo, and that's yeah. uh, that's yeah. actually more of that gaslighting or making you believe something that's not real. And it perpetuates a lie that is from Rockefellers. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Uh, I think you said it best that people have been dead for, you know, many, many decades are still influencing yeah. us today. Yeah, and how easy we are for influence. So, Dave, thank you so much for your call. It's good to hear from you again, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. What's that? Oh, I'm sorry, Dave. I cut you off there. Um, all right. Well, yeah. This is uh, this. I mean, this this whole thing of the lies, right? Um, it, it's absolutely perpetuated on us. We're living this in real time, and uh, you know, going with what he was saying, you know, the the Earth's mantle itself actually creates oil. And uh, Josh actually referred to this the other day. The reason that we even found oil to begin with is because it just percolated up onto the soil. It actually just sat there. And by the way, guys. Um, oil is not what you think it is. It's not as bad. I mean, it's bad, but it's not as bad as you think it is. It's it, it, how is it that our Earth is able to work with this stuff constantly and produce this, but yet it's the one thing that's supposedly going to kill us all. But it's all the perpetual lie. But uh, going back to the chicken feed stuff, let's go back and finish that up real quick for our commercial break here in a few minutes. The commercial feed stuff. I, I wonder, and this is a this is where we haven't been able, and even this article doesn't really go on. It was just testing the different chemical layers inside of the feed, but the nutritional value, the nutritional value, is what I'm wondering. Um, you know, you can you can have uh, you can have different levels of protein in even meat. You can have different levels of protein in beans or in uh, tree nuts or legumes. 
which is your peanuts and things like that. So the problem is, is that when we talk about nutritional value, if the if the chickens are are eating like they always do, chickens are just constantly they are eating dirt, they're eating grass, they're eating rocks constantly. They're just the eating machines. If uh, what they're eating is not nutritious, they're not going to have the extra energy, the extra protein to throw off a yolk and and the uh, the egg. So you got to think about they have to produce the calcium for the eggshell. There's an inner lining. There's the yolk. There's the white. There's all these different pieces that they have to come up with. Now think about that. That's like having a pregnancy every day. So when you when you when your chickens are out there laying an egg, you're thinking about they went through an entire like nine month cycle of pregnancy every single day of their life, and that's why chickens usually only lay on average during the summer when it's warmer about three to five eggs a week. They don't produce almost every day. Some they've got them to where they do. Uh, but it's pretty hard on them, and you got to they got to be eating a lot to be able to do that. But if the nutritional value in the grain from the milo, from the corn, from the different products that are inside of those feeds, if it's not what it should be, now this would go back to the chemtrail effect. This would go back to the spraying of the crops. This would go back to some of the the effects of slow, solar flares and other things that we have been the droughts in the Midwest. Uh, these things can affect the nutritional level in those grains. And so I'm wondering that when I saw the jump in production in eggs because of the protein that was added to their diet, that tells me that what was in the grain is not enough. There's something there. And a lot of these, like I said, the the health ranger over at uh, Natural News, uh, Mike Adams, you know, he went out and he tested in his own labs to find out what was going on inside these. He was testing for chemicals and things. But what, you know, I don't, and we'll have to look into some of this more to see if he actually went to the nutritional values of what was inside there. Was the starches off? Were the proteins off? Uh, those kind of things. So to me, there's a, there's a more nefarious thing going on here. Uh, a lot of these also, a lot of these feeds were pellets. And uh, when you got pellets, just like, you know, when you have sausage, you don't know how, you don't want to know how the sausage was made. Well, again, the pellets are you know, just a bunch of stuff that are crammed into an auger and pressed down and they come out in pellets and then you feed those to your chickens. I'm wondering if not either in the heating process of compressing those, that there may be a decline in nutrition, but or the when the crops were grown last year and uh, they were during the drought and during other part, you know, with the other chemical tracing stuff that they do. You've seen the chemtrails, folks. You know exactly what I'm talking about. We, it's not a mystery anymore. If you say that chemtrails are not real, and there are plenty of people out there will give you tons of information on it. It's a real thing. So, anyway, we do have a commercial break coming here with WYSL. We're going to be right back here in just a couple minutes. is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. 
Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. Tired of supporting Big Pharma? At HoneyColony.com, we understand the importance of choosing products that reflect your beliefs. That's why we offer a wide range of natural and organic products that are good for you and good for the environment. From pure honey supplements, skincare, colloidal silver healers to immune defense, our products are all carefully selected to ensure the highest quality and purity. And when you shop with us, you can trust that we're a company that cares. We don't just stop at offering pure, naturally sourced products. We also prioritize sustainability. Our products are sourced from Responsible, environmentally conscious sources and provide chemical free options for you and your family. Visit us at redpills.tv forward slash honey and shop today. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, I'm Jim Price, your host here on the Dark Delight Show, the second hour. Thank you guys for sticking around on your extended lunch hour here. Thank you guys. This has been awesome. It's been great conversations, and the world we live in obviously is a dangerous, dangerous place. But uh, one of the things I don't think everybody wants to pay attention to is that we have a situation where there are people really worried about the wars and the rumors of wars going on around our country and around this world, and even even the Republicans. And the Daily Caller uh, News Foundation says, this is Kate uh, Anderson, as tensions between U.S., China, and Russia increase, many Republican voters believe we are on the brink of a potential third world war, according to Wednesday's poll. Convention uh, for State Actions uh, has went in, it says here, uh, found at 43.4%, or uh, they say it's likely uh, general election voters uh, harbored concerns about the chances of World War III. Now, they, they're, you know, these general election voters are, are, are having concerns about it, and that's 43%. And that's quite a bit. Uh, it says uh, party affiliation showed a, a more obvious split in results with the majority of Republicans indicating they were worried about the escalation of foreign powers with Russia and China at 56.7, while Democrats did not appear as concerned at only 26.4. Now, so this goes, let me, let me give you a little reasoning why we have such a, we, we're so divided and we're so silly, right? And I say silly, I mean stupid. We're dummies. Um, when Trump left office, he had made it to where insulin was supposed to be like 30 bucks a month or $35 a month. And he, and he did that a couple of years into his presidency and people were enjoying the fact that they could get their insulin for $30 and it was capped out at that. And this was across the board. This was a big, big deal. And then the first thing that the potato in chief, Mr. Petto himself goes in and does is he eliminates 
that. And that means insulin jumps back up to the $300 a month rate. So the ad is zero on, right? Well, then just a little while ago, he suddenly goes in and says, oh, by the way, I'm going to lower insulin down to $30. Guys, the problem with all this is, is he may not be eliminating Social Security. He may not be eliminating Medicare or Medicaid. But the the cost of just existing and the amount of out of money pocket or out of pocket money you're using to exist now, it's as if Social Security and Medicaid and Medicare don't exist because your other costs have increased to the point where now you can't hardly keep up. You're you're really you're really struggling to do what the you know to find your basic needs met, and this is where the the, the discrepancy between one party and the other really comes in. Republicans are seeing this because we feel this hostility. We feel these things coming around. We feel that there's a problem, and we feel like we really need to you know, be aware that there are dangers in the world. Like That's a lot of conservatives are seeing that. But then there's the other side who just literally, you know, ignorance is bliss. La, 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 la. My party's in power. Okay, everything's great. Um, I, I don't have as much money, but that's Trump's fault because – you know, he put us into COVID and he's the reason. And if he would have just locked us down longer, we wouldn't have had this economic downfall that we're having now. And this is the words that they use to define the success of the leadership they have in, in power. And now, if you've heard the rhetoric changing lately, it's the Republicans in the House side that are holding up the progress of the country. And the reason we can't develop energy saving techniques now is because. Well, the Republicans aren't paying attention in the House. So they're just not servicing the people. Um, guys, we honesty, honesty and light is a great disinfectant. It makes things so much better, and yet we don't want to practice that in our daily lives. But I'm going to tell you right now, as conservatives, we tend to actually try to be more honest. We tend to be more clear about our facts, and yet the other side really lives almost in a la-la land effect, it, no different than how the reaction to the whole January 6th thing has come along. January 6th, they're, they're like, no, listen, that's worse than the Civil War. That's horrible. We're, we're living in the end times, and, oh, it's just you're horrific. Don't you release all those other that other footage. You're just going to confuse everybody. What, confuse everybody with what? Footage that actually happened? The fact that uh, the guy who was supposedly killed by a fire extinguisher outside the Capitol was walking around on the inside of the Capitol with a, with a helmet on and was, was fine and actually went home after his shift like he – like it was reported on conservative news outlets. The problem is, is that we we need to be more honest. And that means from our religion, to our energy, to our health, to our water, to our world, to our calendar. I mean, guys, if I could sit here and say, hey, by the way, if we just went to a 28-day month, we'd have 13 months. And you no longer have to worry about what days have 31 days and 20 days or 59,000 days. We don't have to worry about all this irregularity. Why do we feel imbalanced? Because they created a calendar that causes imbalance. You know, we have we, we they created a, a change in how we look at holidays and different things like that to create the imbalance. They created the imbalance in our food, in our water, in our in our thought process, our education. Because as long as you're off balance, you are easy to easier to push around. You're easy to manipulate. We can they can punch you as many times as you want. You don't know where it's coming from. They, they've done this purposely, the, the, the imbalance of things. And too many of us, and I say too many of us, I'm saying like all of us, we're on this hamster wheel of debt. We're, on this ham, we're in this cage we've built for ourselves. And guys, we, if we just stepped off, if we just walked away from it, and we didn't put energy into their broken system, their broken system stops, to, stops existing instantaneously. 
But the problem is, is through superstition and tradition, we have began, we've just built into our lives the same old pattern, and we don't have to be those people. And I know you guys have heard this similar conversation with me before, but I got to hear you guys echo it back. I got to hear the change going on in upstate New York. I got to hear where I've got these small groups coming together and they're sharing some barley pops and some wine and some sangria or whatever it is you guys drink or just drinking water. How about just drink water? It's fine. Um, you know, getting together and having these conversations of freedoms and liberties. That's not subversion. That's not overtaking your government. That's just literally standing up for the Constitution that those public servants put their hand on a Bible and swore to. Oh, yes, these people swore on a Bible that says, hey, I'm going to uphold the Constitution. I'm going to do my part to make sure that I, as a public servant, uh, uh, is, is subjugated to the public. The public has the power. We're a constitutional republic. But yet, they make that oath the office and it's immediately, as soon as the words stop vibrating in the atmosphere around them, they immediately forget what they just swore an oath to. They, they swore an oath to us, to you and I, that we are the power. We are the ones that they are protecting and that, that they should be mindful of that. But they don't because they don't even understand what the words are saying, the impact of that, or even what the Constitution really means. I withhold, I'm going to stand up for the Constitution against you know, enemies, foreign and domestic. Well, if you do not even know what the, the, the Constitution is, then you are my enemy. Because I have, a, I have a greater understanding of the Constitution than you do, and yet you don't understand that the First Amendment is a freedom of speech, right? The Second Amendment, it says a well-regulated militia, a well-practiced people's army. If you don't understand that, then you are my enemy. And you should be defending yourself from me. You should be withholding yourself and not putting your quote-unquote will or your opinion on me. Our freedoms and liberties are what this fight is all about. That's what this show is about. That's what this station is about. That's what America is about. Freedoms and liberty, God-given inalienable rights that says that you cannot give those rights away or they cannot be taken away no matter what you've ever done or what you will ever do. You do not lose your rights. You do not lose your gun rights because of your past. You do not lose your gun rights because of your future. You don't lose your gun rights because of the color of your skin or whether you served in the military or whatever it is. Guys, when we realize what the Constitution is and anything outside of it is repugnant, meaning it's, it's not legal, it doesn't exist, when you really put that in your brain and you use it the right way, you become so powerful. You become mighty, and yet... Most people don't even want to take the time. I've challenged every single one of you. Go print off the Bill of Rights for the state of New York. Go pull those off. Just print that one page and read it every morning while you brush your gums. Do those things. Be mindful of the world around you. Remember, your future is a reflection of your heart now, being better than you were the day before every single day, guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Dark Delight Show here on WYSL. And we'll see you guys tomorrow. Tomorrow.